Eddie Thompson came to Arvest Bank looking for a new checking account. Let's hear what happens. So, Eddie, that's my blue checking. With free blue checking, you get e-statements, access to our Arvest Go app. Wait, by free, you mean it's free for the first six months or something? No, no, it's actually free. But what about monthly fees? Nope, no monthly service fees. Wow, that's really... Helpful? Very helpful. Free yourself from monthly fees with free blue checking. Arvest Bank, ready to help. All right, folks, this is Jack Newtown here. And we are live on the broadcast network. Let me pull this up a little bit closer right here. Here we go. Uh, actually, I prefer just to take the headphones off. I, I just want to do a mic check. One, two. Okay, there he is. Okay. Okay, I'm okay now. All right. Um, before we get started on the main subject... Super Bowl 54, Super Bowl 54, who are you going for? Are you going for the San Francisco 49ers or are you going for the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, Super Bowl 54 will be in Miami, Florida tonight at 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Eastern Time. So uh, we'll actually Central Standard Time. So they will start at 6.30 over there in Florida. And the location is Hard Rock State in Miami Gardens, Florida. Um, so that's where the location will be at. And uh, they will get it on. We're going to determine who's going to win, whose side you're on. Look, we're from the Midwest, so we ain't got no choice but to roll with KC. You know, uh, from those at the West Coast, the Pacific, uh, the Mountain area, they're going to roll with San Francisco. But those in the Midwest... We're going to roll with KC. Um, I like Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes is a straight-up guy. I know there's some in the black sector have, um, I wouldn't say attacked him, but have side-eyed him on his comments when he was, what, 16, 17 years old, 18 years old, about the situation with George Zimmerman. In which he did say, well, we weren't there. We didn't have all the facts. Um, he was not siding with George Zimmerman, but he was not siding with Trayvon Martin. Um, we knew the case was messy from the start. Uh, the prosecutor failed it, foiled it up because, again, they did not do their due diligence. I think they intentionally fumbled the case to get George Zimmerman off. You remember, George Zimmerman's father is a federal judge in Florida. So that speaks volumes. And people criticize him on that. And then again, he did not he was not for or against the situation because he wasn't there. And you have to understand a younger Patrick Mahomes, which I respect because he had logical understanding and not just siding with the racial narrative. Um, so he has a whole lot more intelligence than what people will give him. Because again, I was the same way. Yes, George Zimmerman is the devil. He should have never followed him. But I also said at the same time, Trayvon Martin should never turn around and went back to confront him. That was the thing. George um, Zimmerman should have never chased him. Trayvon Martin should have never came back and confronted him because he was almost home because he ran and he was almost there. And I've always said Rachel John Tall was the one that gassed him up to go back over there and confront him. 
And that's where the fight is shoot. And it should have never happened. Honestly, it, it should have never got to that point. Um, Zimmerman should have never chased him. He should have never called the police on him. He was not doing anything. And Trayvon shouldn't have never just turned around and confronted the man. I mean, he was almost home. Had an opportunity to just, just go home and, you know, keep it moving. But, again, it's, it's, it's what it is. It's what it is, unfortunately. But it was an unfortunate, uh, tragic situation that should have never, ever, ever, ever happened. Um, and it's ridiculous. But besides that, Super Bowl 54, the person who's going to sing the national anthem is Demi Lovato. Um, so you're going to have a Hispanic Latina crew that is going to be leading the Super Bowl in Miami. Now, I know a number of blacks are upset with that, particularly Luke Campbell. I'm just going to be honest. Okay, I understand where you come from, Luke. You know, black on, black this, black that, we'll shut this town down, etc. But, sir, you know that there are more Latinos in Miami than there are blacks. These are facts. There are more Cubans, Latinos, Colombians, uh, uh, various indigenous, Spanish, Spanish, Latino, Hispanic groups out there in Miami than there is blacks. I mean, if it wasn't for a lot of these Latinos, Miami wouldn't be Miami as we see today. So, of course, Jay-Z is looking at it as a business model. He's looking at it as a business perspective and saying, okay, we need to get the best benefit for our buck. We have more Latinos here. Who are we going to take you? The Latinos, just like in Atlanta. Who, who they, well, they had Maroon 5, which whatever, but they still had a number of blacks performing. I'm going to, whatever demographics is there, I'm going to bring in those groups there, let's see the Super Bowls up in Montana. Guess who I'm going to bring? People locally from Montana, people that represent the ethnicity, the uh, the culture of Montana. I'm not going to bring a bunch of rappers over there to, to, to wrap it up. No. Now, we and now the Super Bowl was in New York, heart of New York. Oh, yeah. We bring in the rap artists. We bring in the opera singers. We bring in everybody because everybody's mixed among there. We bringing them all. We bring the Irish folklore. We bring in everybody. Because New York is a mixed bag. Uh, California, down Los Angeles, West Coast. Guess who you're going to bring? You're going to bring some of the blacks. You're going to bring some of the Latinos. Because the, those groups represent Los Angeles. And you're going to bring those guys, bring those cats out there. Uh, Arizona, New Mexico, you're going to bring their people there. Texas, you're going to bring the country people, some of the country folks, some of the, some of the uh, swang and bang folks, DJ Screw Crew, because that is a representation of Texas. So we have to look at it, the business model. Yes, Luke brought forth the um, boom, 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 that bass. 
Don't get me wrong. And I hope Luke does get a spot in the Super Bowl. I really do. I really hope Luke does get some some shine or some spot or some opportunity there. Um, you know, uh, the uh, the Miami artists out there, hope they get some type of shine. Um, but we have to, at the end of the day, look at the business model. And there's more Latinos and there's blacks in Miami. And so they're going to cater more to the people who are there. Jennifer Lopez is still the most relevant uh, musician out there, period. Shakira is still the most relevant musician out there, period. And people love Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez still is 50 years old, still is able to keep a highly attractive look to her because she works out what? Five, six times a day. Five to six times a day. That's what. That's how much she works out. How much you work out, Luke? Do you work out five to six times a day? Of course not. I can tell by your diet, sir. Jennifer Lopez eats clean. Jennifer Lopez diets. Jennifer Lopez trains. Jennifer Lopez exercises. That's why she still gets called upon when to do performance. Be same with Beyonce. She works out. She exercises. She trains. That's why she still gets called upon for shows. Now, Hova can hit some weights. It would be nice for Hova to hit some weights. Over he Hovito to pump that iron. Come with Jack. We, 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 we'll get the we'll get the work. We'll get Jay Z swole. But uh, Jennifer Lopez, Shakira, these people, these ladies, work hard in what they do. Now, as far as Nashville Demi Lovato, I can't say the same because she's too busy being OD. Just keeping it real. I feel for her too, but you know. It is what it is. But we'll see. We'll see who wins. We'll see if uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is the better quarterback or Patrick Mahomes is the better quarterback or is the San Francisco 49ers the better defense or the Kansas City Chiefs is the better defense. I see this being a close game, in my opinion. No, I'm not going to gamble on No, I'm not going to bet on it. It's just... Uh, but uh, let's go ahead and I'm going to address this first. Hello, can can you hear me? Okay, I'm gonna address this real quick. I've had people. Let me let bring let me bring actually bring up the comments. Let me bring up some of the comments because I think some people, uh, some of people, Doctor Umar Johnson's uh, folks is is a rabbit. Let's look at here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, let me just do this. All right. And it was okay. And it was titled, Wild Conspiracy Theories on Cole Bryant Starring Dr. Umar Johnson. 
And I did that on January 28th. Has a lot of views, which is good. And I had a number of Umar Johnson supporters. Someone says, this dude's a nut that keeps stopping and giving his two cents. Well, it's called commentary, sir. That's what I do. It's called commentary. Dr. Johnson, hey, sir, Dr. Umar Johnson did did it too. When he was playing videos, Dr. Umar Johnson was commenting. He was giving his two cents. So, Thomas Sotomayor does it. Tariq Nasheed does it. Michi X does it. Everybody else does it. Tasha K does it. Lovely T does it. Jasmine Brand does it. Daytime Tea Time does it. O'Shea Jackson does it. So why can't Jack Newtown do it? Donald Curry says there are many, and see, these usually are people that don't have an avatar to show their face. They'll have a Malcolm X or something like that because they're cowards. They're, they're, they call me a coward, but at least I show my face. At least you know what I look like. At least you have an understanding of who I look like. Yeah, with the, with the, with the double arm bicep. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, that's me with the double arm bicep. Um, there are many legitimate questions, brother. I think you are a closed-minded individual. No, I only believe in facts. I only believe in evidence. I believe in things that actually can be proven, not things that I can conspire and assume. See, I don't go by assumptions. I only go by what is. I go by practical results. I don't go by what I think it should be. I go by of what it is. That's what a lot of black people deal with. A lot of black people deal with of what they want it to be instead of what is. What you want it to be is an idea. It's a, a it's a theory. It's a hypotenuse. What is is the reality. I only deal with reality. I only deal with okay. This event happened. That event happened. There is no way to explain it. Otherwise, is is beyond our power which I give it to the Lord because if I can't explain it it's the Lord only the Lord can explain it and then the Lord will explain it in due time maybe not right now because your brain is a little too little too small and not enough energy to power up in order to configure and understand what the Lord is trying to tell you uh, let's see let's scroll up here we're going to get to the main story uh, let's see and he comes again. The death of Sam Cooke, Otis Red, and Michael Jackson left eye, Dr. King, JFK, Dr. Seti, da 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 da. Look, now, Sam Cooke, I do agree with you on that to an extent. Or was it Otis Red? No, Otis Red. Now, I agree, the mafia got Otis Red because of Jane Brown and the publishing. Um, that's, that was nothing new. No, they, they got rid of him because uh, they were going to take over the publishing. Michael Jackson, there could be some because, again, Michael Jackson did uh, own Sony. He owned pretty much Sony, and they wanted to buy it back from him because it became almost a billion dollars. 
and as well as he owed 52 other shows that he was obligated to, which we knew he, which in this condition, he was not fully capable of doing 52 shows left and right. Maybe 20 or 30 shows, but not 52 shows. Uh, left eye, which I I don't know about that. I mean, I don't think there was any. Uh, they say she uh, was going to tell everything about Doctor Sebi and um, the healing and that and that sort. Which there, I mean, there's many people who went to Honduras with Doctor Sebi and has told their story about uh, how they was healed. I mean, Doctor Sebi went to court. And was proven that he helped um, helped got rid of uh, HIV. He proved it. The, the, no, he proved it. He did. He wasn't never convicted. He proved this case. He proved this case, and he had eight witnesses to to testify that they were cured. Uh, Doctor King, that was the FBI. We already knew J. Edgar Hoover. JFK, because again, um, that one, the Bay of Pigs, and number two, he took uh, the uh, the Silver Standard. He took he brought the Silver Standard back uh, because they took the Silver Standard off the five dollar bill, and he brought it back because then the government was turning around and printing fiat currency, and Kennedy was trying to stop it, and they assassinated him. And then Richard Nixon, in March nineteen seventy one, took us off the gold standard. So, look, Donald Curry, you guys, you're not dealing with an idiot. You're not dealing with somebody who's close-minded. I've been talking about the Illuminati for years. I've been saying this for years. I've been saying this probably before you even knew about this, sir. I'm probably older than you are. I've been doing this since the 2000s. Um, You go back to the 2007, 2008 archives, you'll see me talking about the Illuminati. You'll see me talk about Dr. King. You'll see me talking about uh, JFK. Uh, Dr. Sebi left out. I talked about this way before y'all came along. But I'm past that. Because at the end of the day, what you're going to do, what are you going to do about the Illuminati? Are you physically going to come after them? Because I don't see that happening. Talking about it is not going to do anything. But taking action is. So until you can come with an actual solution, and I ain't talking about uh, educate. No, the hell with that. Why don't you do something physically to the Illuminati that can put a dent on them. Do something physical to the Illuminati that can put a dent on them. Then I'll listen to you. Otherwise, it's all idle chatter. Like a lot of black people do. A lot of black people are full of idle chatter. But when it comes to each other, oh yeah, they're ready to lay the murder game down. But then when it comes to Illuminati, oh, oh. Well, you know the Illuminati's finna do this, the hand sign, you know, the date, the time, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, then what the fuck are you going to do about it? You're not going to do nothing about it because you're a coward and the Illuminati going to keep doing what they're doing. And if you can predict what they're about to do, then why don't you prevent it? Why didn't y'all prevent from Cole Bryant from getting that helicopter if you knew the Illuminati was going to kill him? See there? Stupid. OJ never killed those people. Uh, yes, he did. That that and 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 he and if you watch the OJ um, documentary, when OJ actually hypothetically confessed to killing, yes, OJ hypo because you know he he can't get charged with double uh, double jeopardy, 
So he can actually say that he murdered them and not get no trouble from it. Yes. OJ said, hypothetically, I went in there and, you know, hypothetically, because if you go back to, I think it was last year or two years ago, I played that tape to where OJ hypothetically confessed to killing both Nicole and Ron Goldman. But the, but again, they can't do nothing about it because he's protected on double jeopardy law. You can't be convicted of the same crime. You can't be uh, you can't be uh, tried of the same crime twice if you've been vindicated. That's what OJ did, sir. So um, that's stupidity. False religion doctrines, mainly Christianity. Recreate and use the main one, main two, and two maintain white supremacy. Okay. Well, Christianity, Catholicism, Islam, all religions are not white supremacists. Maybe the Westernized Christianity may be white supremacist, but the other religions aren't. Hinduism is not a white supremacist doctrine. Uh, I could go on and on. Yep, even though you don't have an avatar. Blah, blah, blah. Things be proven to bunk. Cole was involved in a lawsuit that was headed to court regarding the use of given name to Black Mama, also being used pharmaceutical company. Uh, sir, the pharmaceutical company name is High Tech Pharmaceuticals. We did the research. We did, we, we, um, the CEO. And yes, we, we did, we did the CEO. And the CEO ha has been a known felon. The CEO has been a known felon. It's called high tech pharmaceuticals. I, I did research. So um, see, you could even name the pharmaceutical company because you know, if people, if you type in the name of the pharmaceutical company, people are going to start looking at you stupid. Bill Cosby tried to buy NBC on three different occasions. Now I agree with that. Don Curry. I agree with the Bill Cosby tried to buy NBC three times and they locked him up. Yes. I, I agree with that one. Yes. You're right about that one. Now, as far as the Cole thing, again, if he won that lawsuit, his wife would have continued on with the lawsuit, sir. The next akin, the next akin or, or or the one he's going to lead it to is going to carry on the law. The family would benefit still. I mean, again, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, and, of course, if, if sir... Then why why isn't Byron Allen dead? That's a good one. Why isn't Byron Allen dead? Byron Allen proved that they didn't want him to buy um, a piece of Comcast because he was black. Why isn't Byron Allen dead? Why isn't Byron Allen locked up? Why isn't Byron Allen falsely accused? Guess what? Byron Allen wasn't stupid. That's the thing. Byron Allen wasn't stupid. And he has many, he has a lot of friends in high places. And then now you come up believing his son. Well, um, sir, Enos Cosby was messing around with prostitutes. These are facts. Let's stop. Let's stop with all the fallacies. Let's start. Let's start. 
saying things that can be proven, saying things that is on record, are not things that we may assume. That's what black people do too much. They assume things. It's like it's schizophrenia, believe it or not. Black people suffer from schizophrenia a lot because they have this schizophrenia mentality to believe that, no, that, no, 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 this happened, that happened. I'm thinking like, were you there? No. Where's the evidence? I don't have it, but I know my intuition. No. If your intuition was that great, you would have gotten yourself out of poverty. You would have gotten yourself out of, you would have improved your neighborhood. You would have made it a better, better community. It will be less crime. If we have the level of intuition, we will have a whole lot less crime in our communities than we have today, if that was the case. But whatever. Um, they started along Kane Tarnson and Michael Jackson over the Beatles collection. They've been tarnishing Michael Jackson for years, people. Um, I'm aware of John Herrick Clark. Uh, I played his played some of his videos. I'm on, I'm aware of uh, uh, Francis Scott Welshum, Doctor Welshum. I'm aware of these uh, individuals. Uh, and and I'm I am a Mar I'm Garveyite uh, people. So I've been talking about Marcus Garvey for years, sir. The difference is I speak about it. You on the other hand, you just keep it to yourself. But you want to you want to educate me on something that I already know that I already been talking about that I already have addressed it, the things that I've already I got over 10,000 uh, podcasts, 10,000 episodes of podcasts, 10,000, sir, over 10,000 archived over 10,000. You can go through the whole line. I got so many episodes speakers speakers now is uh, uh, want me to pay more money. Because I got so much space. Which I probably gonna have to do it pretty soon. Because I have I have so much I have so much archives, it's ridiculous. I got tens of thousands of episodes consistently through ever since two thousand and six. So it's like what, 14 years? Almost 14 years of archives, 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 archives. And tens of thousands of dollars in royalties I'm owed. But whatever. Um, NBA collaboration with China, starting to leave over there, could have declined even poor rates in NBA. China would already become the new superpower. If one thing that we special blacks should learn, that we never estimate racism, greed, global white supremacy, genetic European, Caucasian, and the Neanderthal survival, and the need to keep of color many blacks down. You truly educate yourself. Okay, Neanderthal. Okay. But these Neanderthals managed to hire your black behind. These Neanderthals managed to write your checks. These Neanderthals managed you managed to uh, invent things to help you become a more productive person. These Neanderthals managed to create NASA. <laughs> but they're Neanderthals and we're black, superior, black race, even though we have not invented something that is considered um, 
as of, I'm talking about in the 21st century. I'm not talking about back in the slave days. Of course, we invented a lot of things, but I'm talking about today. Not a lot of us are inventors, maybe a handful of us, and we don't even acknowledge those who, who invented a number of things. We don't even acknowledge our people to who invented a lot of good things. We tend to try to outdo each other. We try to out-debate each other. We try to out-knowledge uh, each other. We try to um, over-intelligize over each other. Because he telling me I need to educate myself, even though I got over 10,000 episodes of podcasts speaking on various topics and issues, and Donald Curry has nothing to show for. So I'm going to listen to somebody who has no works. So I'm going to listen to a cuck, a black cuck who has no works. Who will probably, who will probably, who will probably kiss semen on, off, off of a tranny. You heard me. Donald Curry is a, is a black male cuck who will kiss semen off of a tranny. That's what he is. But Donald Curry has no. Let's see what Donald Curry has. Only one subscriber. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful, Donald Curry. You have nothing. You have nothing to show for. You don't have over 10,000 episodes of Archives like I do. You don't have uh, public works like I do. You don't have uh, food drives like I do. You don't have all these things in public and private that I do. But yet, but yet, uh, but yet I need to educate myself, brother. The, the black, blacks in America are the most overthinking groups of people on the planet. They overthink everything. And they're, and they over paranoid and they over intuition of and nine times out of ten, their intuition is way off. It's like schizophrenia. It's like recycling schizophrenia. Blacks in Africa have more knowledge than blacks here in America. Blacks in Brazil have more knowledge than blacks here in America. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Blacks in America has the, the least amount of knowledge on the planet compared to other blacks across the world. That's why other blacks in other countries are aligned with their culture because they have more knowledge about themselves than you do. A lot of you don't have knowledge of yourself. You don't know what tribe you belong to. You don't know what nationality you are. You don't know what heritage, culture, and language. That's why you all this damn Popeye's chicken is greasy shit. You all this pork chops and chitlins, etc. Slave food. But then you want to tell somebody, I need to educate myself. Sir, on my first, first Instagram post, I put up pictures of Joseph being an Egyptian. Black man. Yes, I got the actual book, sir. Let me tell you how far I went to. 
because I know a lot of people don't know Jack Newtown, particularly the younger blacks, because they're they're still wet behind the ears. I've been around. I probably know. I probably even know your mother. But I've been around. And there's someone that's um, uh, Gabriel says I'm weak as hell. Uh, stupid house niggas. I swear, Doctor Mar salute this brother Jack Newtown. You were sellout, homie. Uh, I'm Illuminati puppet. Yeah, now they say I'm Illuminati puppet now. Yep, I'm a member of Illuminati. Yep, I, I yeah, I'm I'm the wonderful, masterful member of the Illuminati's order of the Orient. Yes, I am the Illuminati's double red dragon. Yes. Yes, I am the hierarchy of the 33rd degree red dragon. Yes. Yes, I am a member of Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want me to call it. That's what you want me to be. I'm a member of the Illuminati of the Grand Orient. Yes. Yes, of the Grand Orient, the red double dragon, the 33. Yes, I am the member of the 666666666666 Mafia crew. Yes. I am of the Great Red Triangle. Yes. Yes. The Grand, the Grand White the Grand White Caucasoid Master Nation, the Master Race. Yes, I am part of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am a paid puppy of Illuminati. Yes, I am. So is your mother. I am a I am a master, thirty third degree Prince Hall Mason. <laughs> This is what they want me to say. <laughs> this is what me. Hey, oh here, hold on. This is what they want me to say. I'm a 33rd degree grandmaster puppet of the Order of the Illuminati. 33rd degree blonde hair, hair hatted hooligan. But ask yourself this: y- Y'all praise Dr. Umar Johnson as a exposing the Illuminati, then why isn't he dead? Why isn't Dr. Umar Johnson, he's building this Frederick Douglass Marcus Garvey school, why isn't he dead? Would he be a, a great threat to the Illuminati? Would Tyreek Dasheed be a great threat to the Illuminati? But yet they get a pass. So you got to ask yourself, who's working for who? I'm going to leave it at that. All right, uh, let's the whack jobs. Let's go over here now. As we've been saying for years, a lot of people, the supporters of Johnny Depp, I have been saying from the beginning. Yes, Johnny Depp is a little wacky. Don't get me wrong, but he's a great actor. We've been saying the whole time. Okay. The whole time that Amber Heard was an abusive woman, we said that Amber Heard was lying. Everybody took the word of Amber Heard and not of Johnny Depp. Everybody took the word of Amber Heard, but not Johnny Depp. Because when Johnny Depp wanted to bring his side to the story, Everybody condemned him. Everybody attacked him. The Me Too movement, 
let better yet, let's see if we find something here. Hold up. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, all you feminists. And see, everybody was attacking Johnny Depp. Everybody was attacking Johnny Depp. Everybody was attacking Johnny Depp. And lied. Lied the whole time. Lied. Just like they did with Vic Megora. For those who know about uh, Vic Megora. Let me save this. With Vic Megora, who is a uh, a voice actor for Full Metal Alchemist. He, he, he's what you call uh, the main character, Elric. That's him. Uh, Broly. He played voice actor for various characters in various anime shows and series, and he's very popular. A lot of people like Vic McGuire. I like Vic. And he was accused of sexual harassment, even though there was no evidence to prove that Vic McGuire done any of this. They even got too far as he had to resort to suing the women who were falsely accusing him and slandering him and consider defamation, and unfortunately, Texas has become a. Uh, the courts in Texas have become weird; they're not as conservative like they used to be. The courts in Texas sided with the women, even though they had no proof whatsoever. And the only reason he did take them to court because he had no choice; he was being slammed uh, for accusations that has not yet to be proven. And so now he ends up owing $300 plus in attorney's fees and they still attack him. So he has to go running around and show up to events, which he loves to do. Because a lot of fans still support Vic. Um, I think they have a GoFundMe for Vic, helping him out with his legal defense, which I hope they do. Because again, there's no evidence, no proof that he actually did these things as they so allege, even though there was footage, audio footage, of a number of the voice actors with Funimation that was engaging in anti-homosexual behavior. And that was in making fun of the LGBTQ community uh, during divorce overs. Yes, not Vic, but the ones who have been accusing um, Vic McGora of any type of harassment whatsoever. I have not seen any evidence. Now, if evidence comes up, then I will say otherwise. And now the volunteers have threatened to walk out if they allow Vic to be invited to a certain event. I tell the volunteers, go ahead and get your ass out of here. We don't need you. You, This is for the fans, not for you. This is not to prove your political point. If you don't want to work there, then take your ass somewhere else. Hey, look, there'll be plenty of local people who will be happy to volunteer at Comic-Con for Vic McGora. A lot of them. 
There'll be a lot of people that'll be more than happy to go over there and work for them. So you volunteers who will threaten to quit, walk out, guess what? Go ahead and walk out so we can let the uh, 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 the, uh, the the people who willing, who want to be volunteers to work. Because if I lived in that area, I would have volunteered. And I say, well, you can go and I'll, and I'll work. I'll work your shift. Shoot, I'm trying to get, I, hey, I'm trying to get notoriety. But it seems that the Me Too movement has attacked Johnny Depp, accusing him, oh, how dare you, a monster, you beat up on Amber Heard, oh, poor girl. But then the tapes leaked, and it showed another side to the whole allegations against Johnny Depp and it seems to be that Johnny Depp was the actual victim of these assaults and Amber Heard is the one who is actually the aggressor yes and we have tapes to prove it and we're going to play it and uh, let's take a listen to these wonderful tapes and this footage of how abusive Amber Heard is. Not Johnny Depp, but Amber Heard. Johnny Depp actually seen was the guy that tried to calm the situation down as a man, showing restraint, showing discipline. Her, on the other hand, not so much. This little bitch I've been saying for years, this is why I told, I called out and said, Elon Musk, you better drop this woman because she is the devil. We've been telling y'all she's lying. Y'all called us a bunch of chauvinists. How dare you? You don't believe the acute. You don't believe the victim. She's not a victim. She is the aggressor. He's the victim. Why didn't you believe him instead of her? Women lie, people. Now, I'm not saying all women lie, but a number of women do lie. Jezebel lied. Eve deceived Adam, even though Adam was a dumbass, but still. Women lie. Just like the two elders lied on Suzanne. And thank God those elders got executed. Women lie. Just like men lie, women lie too. Don't act like women don't lie. Let's play the footage. Now you see Johnny Depp is trying to be rational. He's trying to be reasonable. You see this? So whatever she said in the deposition, she and if she says she was not the aggressor, she lied on her oath. 
uh, Mrs. Uh, Tamara, uh, the leader of the Me Too movement, what, what comment do you have to say about this, ma'am? Just like with uh, Aja Argento. Oh, yeah, I'm going to keep bringing that back up, Aja Argento. You ain't, hey, I ain't letting your ass go, ho. You ho. I ain't going to let you go, ho, messing with that little boy. And you probably messed with him before he was 17 damn years old. You met him when he was six damn years old. Oh, ho. I ain't letting that go. You best believe it. Really kill each other. Or break up or whatever. If the fight escalates. To the point of where it's just. Insulting. For both of us. Uh, or if it gets to that physical. Violence. That's when. We just say look. Let's go to our corners, man. You, you, you hang wherever you want, baby. I'm going in the office, and I'm just going to sit there and try and de jellify my brain. I can't promise you that I'll be perfect. I can't promise you I won't get physical again. God, I You heard that. I can't promise I won't get physical again. Hmm? This is a lying hoe. And this is the reason why Elon Musk had to leave her. This is a energy draining woman right here. Let me. Hold on. Okay, we'll, we'll do that in a second. I just get so mad and lose it. I can honestly, I mean, everything to change I promise you I'm not going to throw around divorce I will not say divorce and that's everything I now let's see uh see what she says now here's the part she says is irrelevant I throw pots and pans it's not true he come and knock on the door he didn't hit her he just came and knock on the door you throwing pots and pans at him y'all hear that people she said, it's irrelevant. I throw pots and pans. Um, Me Too movement. I like to hear a statement from y'all. I like to hear a statement from Rose McGowan, the loud mouth, the loud mouth, Ajar. Well, I haven't heard from Ajar Gento. I'm going to keep running and bring her name up again. Since y'all like to bring up Kobe's name for something he did not do. I'm going to bring up something that you actually did do, Ajar Gento. You had sex with an unraged boy. And probably had a sex woman younger than, than he was 17. De, uh, 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 Demi Moore. Yeah, I'm bringing all you motherfuckers up. Demi Moore, you were up there uh, groping a 13-year-old boy at an Italian restaurant when you was working for General Hospital and on that TV show, General Hospital. Let's be fair here. Let's be fair. 
Now that's what you like. Okay, that, that's on you. You get caught, you go to jail. But don't turn around and then point the fingers at the man and say, oh, he's evil. Uh, he needs to go to jail. Well, you need to go to jail too then. Fair is fair. I'm not saying that. You're saying that. You're putting words in my mouth. The only time I ever threw anything at you was when you, are you threw the cans at me in Australia. Why are you? Wow. Threw the cans at me in Australia. Mm, mm, mm. So he's responding to an assault. Justify who throws things based because on whether or not you come knocking on the door. I because don't that is why a irrational and violent maneuver. How so a man would want to get it? out of that area so that he doesn't get so f***ing angry that he actually does pop the wife. You're just afraid that the truth will come out. What truth? Yep. That you lied. What yep, you lied. You lie. You lie. You lie. You lie. You lie. I said to you, Amber, tell Travis what you just did. Yep. Come on. Yep. Did you? Okay. Did you? And you wouldn't say because I don't know what you're talking about. I never. I see the never lie. I see the lie. You really should run with this. In fact, maybe you and Travis can like go and like you know do a tell-all about what happened. You are investigating stuff. Stop with the attitude, right? Listen, I was not lie. I'm not going. You to. lied. You're. You're a f yep. What lie? Wait. Hmm? What conversation did I have with Travis? I um, big big investigative study you've done. You lied. I'm not sitting here no, fighting with you about the, with the fight that you. we had. physically violent with me. I texted Travis. I said, come up here. Because I didn't want anything to happen. I mean, yeah. Come, mm -hmm. come to what? Save me? No, go ahead. Continue. You, you, you. Travis, do the rest no, that, no, that was the last one. You can go. Uh, you go. Mm, mm, mm. Now, of course, Johnny Depp is suing for $50 million defamation against Amber Heard because, in a way, she did almost try to ruin his career in many ways in one. She tried to ruin that man's career. And a lot of people um, now, there was an incident in Australia where Depp suffered a severe severed finger uh, one month into their marriage. Because it enraged when asked to sign a post-notes agreement that she threw bottles at him. He claimed that one of those bottles hit a marble countertop and exploded, ripping off the tip of his finger in the process, which I agree. And we've been saying that. Okay, let's play another one. Called me a liar in the yes. Yes. I watched you lie. You called me a liar. I watched you lie. La 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 you I have told you what it is. No, you haven't. I said to Travis, I said, mm -hmm. no, I said to you, hey, tell Travis what just happened. You, oh, you told Travis. me to do it. Yeah. You yeah. told Travis me to do it. Go do that. I said, no, tell, tell him what just happened. But I lied. And that you punched me in the, the thing and you, you spit in the face. And you said, no, I didn't. What are you talking about? 
and I want to lie, and then I sit, and then I'm sorry that I didn't hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. It was not punching you. You're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You know, even a lot of times been around a long time. No, when you have a closed fist. Tell me what it feels like to be punched. You know, even a lot of times been around a long time. I know. No, when you have a closed fist. And so she's trying to rationalize it wasn't a punch, but it was a punch. She tried to say, well, it wasn't really a punch. I hit you, but it wasn't really a punch. Grow up. Now, what if a man, John Depp, were to say that to her? Y'all would have been all over this. Hell, number one, Johnny Depp would have been arrested. Johnny Depp would have been arrested. Johnny Depp would have been arrested and would have been charged and everybody would have jumped on him. Oh, Johnny, you're evil. You're such a dumb, demonic. Oh, my God. I can't believe you did this to a poor girl. Poor baby. Poor lady. Oh, how dare you did this to her. Oh, Jesus, Lord, almighty, holy, hallelujah. But I did not punch you. I did not deck you. I was hitting you. you I don't know what the full motion of my actual... Because you start Wow. So she's calling him a fucking baby. 
because he is complaining that she assaulted him. Tomorrow, Burke, since you are the founder and the head of the Me Too movement, I would like for you to explain this. Is this a Me Too movement a get on Johnny Depp? Because, ma'am, he's the actual victim and Amber Heard is the abuser. I like members of the Me Too movement to address this. Physical fights? Because you, because you started physical fights? I did start physical fights. Yeah, you did, so I had because, to out of there. Yes, we did. So you did the right thing, the big thing. The, you know what? You were admirable. Every single time. What, what, what's your excuse? There's, there's not a physical fight. There's no excuse there. You were still being admirable, right? Just by running away. And you can sit here and, and call me names, but you can call the name and what do you do? That's less insult. Yes, running away is admirable because then we will go to jail if we responded. But you, you keep on fighting, keep on hitting us. Oh, uh, I didn't. Well, you, you take it, take it like a man. Man up. You, it's okay. I can hit you. Man up. <sighs> this is the reason why. Pretty much most all the victims that come out on a sexual assault or abuse, we kind of just don't believe you. Not because we don't want to believe you. It's because it's always two sides to a story. It's like with Kobe Bryant, everybody accused Kobe Bryant of rape. And then when the truth came out, then now y'all had to back down. But you still called him a rapist, even though there was no evidence proven that he actually raped her. Uh, there was penetration. Yes, anything you put in your anus is going to cause a tear. Because, again, your anus is not designed to take anything. Your anus is designed to doo-doo. That's why when people, you know, take a lot of doo-doos and a lot of hard doo-doos, there is some bleeding. Yes, there is some anal tearing when it comes to using the restroom. Yes. Especially if you eat a lot of bad foods. Yes, you're going to have a little anal bleeding when you're doodling. Yes. Yes, you, you are. Especially if you do do a lot. So just imagine that hard doo-doo, well, harder than doo-doo, cucumber going up in your butt. That's causing anal tear. Your anal is an open womb. It's very sensitive. So, I don't want to hear that. You're a baby. You're a hypocrite. You don't do anything that you actually do. You expect from people that you can't give them. If they do something, a taste of it to you, you lose it. But yet, you dish it out. I left last night, honestly. I swear to you. Because... I just couldn't take the idea of more physicality, more physical abuse on each other. <coughs> because had we continued, it, it would have gotten in a bag. And baby, I told you this once, and I'm scared to death of it. We are a crime scene. And he tried to, he tried to reason with her. He tried to work it out with her.
And then she lied on the stand talking about, oh, I punched him because he was hurting her sister with no evidence, with no evidence, with no evidence, no evidence. There is nothing in the tape. She said, oh, you attacked my sister. That's why I punched you. Where's in? There's nothing. Nothing in the tape. Nothing in the tape that shows she said, um, oh my God. None. None. Zero. Here's another one. I'm not going to be in physical altercation don't. with you. Then don't. You f hit me last night, you f Well, how are the other times you spit? It, come on, you cannot act like that. It's about that. It's well, not. Well, on a plane, I can't spit. No, and you hit back. So don't act like you don't participate. I pushed you. I'm not going to get into the details of that fight. You and I both know And see, Johnny Depp even tried to reason with this with this animal. And even covered for her. I mean, there's so much conversation, it's terrible. Now, of course, her attorney has came out and said, oh, they trying to twist it, this and that. Hey, there's no twisting when it comes to this evidence. There is no hmm. 
there's no justification for what an attorney can do. I mean, he can't clean this one up. Oh, he 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 edited the tapes. I'm sorry, that's that is the footage. That is the footage. No if, ands, or buts about it. You can't fight. You can't argue way out of this one. Mail TV exclusive. Fighting words. We've obtained audio recorded between Johnny Depp and his ex-wife Amber Heard. The explosive conversation gives us a glimpse into their notoriously turbulent relationship. And I want to lie. And then I, I, I punch you. And then Wait, you. I'm sorry that I didn't uh, uh, hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I'm saving you. He's not punching you. But you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You, you know, you've a lot of things that are wrong. You know, no, when you have a closed fist. Assault is an assault. Assault is an assault. And this this right there should be proof. This audio is proof. This audio is proof. This audio is proof. This audio is proof. That's what it is. Terry Crews apologized, even though he screams about toxic masculinity. But yet he co-signs on toxic masculinity. All right, let's um, let's see if we got some more. Um, this is from a YouTuber, and hope he shout out his name. Trust me, I've been working hard and using every spare moment I have to put together my next series of videos. I'm learning how to use new software programs and hopefully it'll help paint a much clearer picture while watching them. In the meantime, there have been quite a few developments in the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard defamation case, so I thought I'd take a breather and get everyone up to speed with everything in Cooper's motion to dismiss. She's now on her third argument or attempt to get the case dismissed. Remember, this is a woman who constantly encourages victims of abuse to step forward and use their voices. Uh huh. At girl gaze, should at girl gaze take the video down of Amber Heard with her hypocrisy? We need to go full hardcore gangster on this one. 
because I've had enough. I had enough of being falsely accused of everything. And I think most men are had enough of being falsely accused of everything under the sun. And we don't have an opportunity to give our side of the story. It seems like the women that is going up on there and everything is believed. He's wrong. He's this, he's that. Johnny Depp lost millions of dollars. He's lost roles based on this. He's lost work based on this. On these lies by Amber Heard, which I've been saying for a year is a lying bitch. She's been a lying bitch. And I challenge anyone to say otherwise. She's a lying bitch. She is Miss Anne. Whatever it was, a black, I bet you if it was a black man, that man would have been under a cell as we speak. And she still would have been running on talking about he hit me and then the evidence will show otherwise and they still would kept him locked up even though the evidence is there. For someone who really just wants this case to go away, if it doesn't get dismissed and ends up going to trial, the current date is set for August 3rd, 2020. In the meantime, Amber filed a motion for a protective order. Basically, this meant she was wanting evidence filed to be kept from going public. Of course, because because uh, <laughs> of her ass. Was not granted, with the understandable exception of personal info like addresses. So it was not granted. So that means the audio leak was okay. Phone numbers. And you might be asking, why would she want evidence to be private? Yeah. Well, by the end of this video, I hope you understand a little more. Okay, let's, let's go through. is the way to go. And the irony is, it isn't necessary that whatever it is. At the center of this is Dr. David Kibber. Now, remember that name for later in the video. He's a specialist in drug and addiction treatments. Johnny has already talked openly about his dependency on painkillers and attempts and struggles to get off of them. It would seem Amber's trying to get the doctor to testify on her behalf as to Johnny's drug use. However, a recent hearing transcript gives us a different perspective and seems like a classic tale of careful what you wish for. According to the transcript, Dr. Kipper's name has been added to the ever-growing list of people who have witnessed Oh, here we go. And include the records that will be produced today if they've already been already the records of Dr. Kipper. Dr. Kipper is also a fact witness. We expect him to testify what that he saw. He personally witnessed violence between the couple, but the violence was initiated by Miss Heard, and Mr. Depp did not even respond physically to that violence. He will testify as a fact witness. So this is a case of be careful what you wish for. <laughs> hey, yeah. Get that ass. Amber also filed a motion to have Johnny set for an independent mental evaluation with a doctor of her choosing and to not be recorded. This, this guy don't sit right with me, Lois. He don't sit right with me. If that's a doctor of your choosing, no, I don't think so. Sounds a bit irrelevant and fishy. I thought so too, and it appeared the courts feel the same as it was not granted. Yep. Worth noting that both sides are to submit medical records and sign HIPAA waivers, of which, as of making this video, only Johnny has signed and submitted. Wow! Only Johnny Depp has signed and submitted HIPAA waivers according to court order. But Amber Heard has not, as of yet, done that. I wonder why. But that didn't stop Amber and her team from saying that he was late in doing so, even though she hadn't at all at the time, and to my knowledge, still hasn't. 
It also didn't stop media outlets from warping headlines about the trial being pushed from February to August, blaming it on Johnny for being... Uh, now, and see, the Blast and uh, Daily Mail and all the other people, y'all gonna have to retract that because he actually did submit his records. He has. Amber Heard hasn't. See, this is why Donald Trump can say fake news. That better yet, let's play that. Let's play Donald Trump says fake news. I like. I I, I want to use this. I want to news. You actually, you know what? I might consider making that my intro. Fake news. Fake news. Hold on. Here you go. Since you're attacking us, can you give us a question? Since you're, no, Mr. President-elect, go ahead. President-elect, since you are attacking no, our news organization, not can you give us a chance? You are attacking our news organization. Can you give us a chance to ask a question, sir? Go ahead. Sir, can Quiet. you state, can, Mr. President-elect, go ahead. Can you sit categorically? Mr. President-elect, can you give us a question? Don't be rude. You're attacking us. Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. Can you give us a question? I'm you, not going to give you a can question. You, can you stick kind of You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. Can you stick kind of don't be rude. Can you give us a question? I'm you, not going to give you a can question. You, can you stick kind of You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. Can you stick kind Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. Can you give us a question? I'm not going to give you a question. Can you stick kind of You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. Can you give us a question? I'm not going to give you a question. Can you stick kind of You are fake news. Sir. Can you give us a question? Don't be rude. Can you give us a question? I'm not going to give you a question. Can you stay categorical? You are fake news. Sir, go ahead. Can you stay categorical? I didn't make that my intro. Seriously. In late on submitting his records. In reality, according to Judge White, who is residing over the case, this Oh, here we go. Transcript of hearing conducted December 13, 2019 in Article 6. That wasn't the reason the court granted the continuance. It was granted at the request of both parties because of what were, were reported to me to be difficulties taking depositions of people taken in California. It was not the reason for the continuance at all. Instead, it was granted at the request of both parties because of difficulties taking depositions of people in California, even telling both sides not to manipulate this in the media. So maybe don't believe every article and headline you read when it's written by the media outlets with a one-sided interest in it. Speaking of documents submitted to the court, it's almost comical that Amber and her team would try to use this as their media campaign. At the time of these headlines, Johnny had submitted nearly 4,000... Let's see. Mr. Depp has produced to date far more documents than Ms. Herb. 3,652 pages or images by Mr. Depp compared to a paltry 870 pages of or images by Ms. Herb. And the court itself is in, inflated because Ms. Herb broke up text messages... Message exchange so that each single message is produced as a standalone document. While Amber had only submitted roughly eight hundred. And it should be noted that number is inflated because any text conversations were broken up with each single reply submitted as its own standalone document. So Johnny Depp's Texas was as one document. Amber Heard tried to make it as three separate documents to make it to conscrew the Texas. Lying bitch. 
There could be a reason Amber isn't submitting a great deal of documents to the courts. That reason could have something to do with Johnny's request for expert witnesses. One such expert witness is Brian Neumeister. He's an expert in the characteristics. Oh, here we go. Brian Neumeister is a technical forensic expert expected to testify as the characteristics of electronic data, particularly video, photographs, text messages, and emails produced in this case. Well, I, I love it when y'all get exposed, and not just the men, but the women particularly. I love when y'all get exposed for all those lies that you've committed, Jezebels. Y'all lied. You lied on the man. Just like y'all lying on Vic. Like y'all lying on everybody else. Now, Hardwine, see, yeah, he a rapist. Yeah, he did it. He did it. Bill Cosby, yeah, yeah, he did it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. 50 years ago, but still he did it. Kobe Bryant did not do it. Kobe Bryant did not do it. Videos, text, and emails. An expert Amber has filed a motion to try and prevent from being used in the case. Again, begging the question, why? Mm. And that's not the only witness testimony Amber doesn't want used. Recently, there was a hearing over the dispute about the use of the 2016 testimony of the responding officers on the night of May 24th. Uh-oh. You know the story. When Amber claims Johnny threw a phone with great force at her face, followed by pulling her hair, striking her repeatedly, before smashing everything he could in sight, then leaving. Officers Melissa Sines and Tyler Haddon testified roughly six weeks after the incident that on the night of May 21st, there was no sign of property damage or a crime of any kind, including no injuries on Amber Heard. Mm. Amber wants to be able to question the And this is Officer Melissa Sines and Officer Tyler Hayden. Officers again, nearly four years later, about an incident where no crime occurred to show them pictures of supposed injuries and damage they already testified. Yeah, come on now. You, she can make that up. She can hit herself and act like somebody hit her. They do. Hey, you remember that movie called Thin Line Between Love and Hate? Better yet. No, I don't, don't want to play that because uh, YouTube may. may um, it didn't exist in order to most likely cast out last memories of the non existent incident after nearly four years of other actual crimes and calls. Amber's team says the officers could use their previous testimony as a memory refresher before being questioned again, but did not want their testimony taken barely a month after the incident to be used in the upcoming trial. For the record, there has never been, nor is there now, anything stopping either side from questioning the officers again. This motion by Amber was for the sole purpose of dismissing the officers' previous testimony. This motion failed, and the very relevant testimony will be allowed as it should be. Now, to the new evidence I referred to at the start of the video. Some of you might remember this episode of the show, Overhauling. Johnny, with the help of Amber's father, David Hurt, tricked Amber into believing she was being called to deal with her father, who had allegedly punched this man, David Kalaki, because he had sold off Amber's Mustang in parts and pieces. This guy and his employees. This guy who? Unfortunately, yeah. And so, my dad only hit him once? We had an altercation. I don't blame him. Before pulling back the curtain, and in reality, surprising her by fixing it up completely custom. I'm showing you this to set up the next points of testimony and evidence and to add much needed context. Recently, Mr. Kalaki, Johnny and Amber's mechanic, gave a sworn declaration. 
In it, he recounts the events of the show. He then goes on to describe his interactions with Amber sometime after the show was taped, and then again after Amber and Johnny had separated in 2016. Sometime after the show, Mr. Kalaki went to the Eastern Columbia building where Johnny owned five penthouses in which he, Amber, and a number of Amber's friends lived. He was asked by Amber to show her how to use the touchscreen interface for her iPhone that he had installed on her car. After arriving at the appointed time, he waited three hours for Amber to come down from the penthouse. And once they found the Mustang in the parking garage, they each got in the car with him in the passenger seat and Amber in the driver's seat. And he says she seemed to be in a happy mood. Soon after they got in the car, Amber said, Oh, here we are, all alone in a parked car in a dark parking garage. We could do anything in here and nobody would see us. She added to the statement, but he can't remember exactly what words she used as he didn't respond to her comments, only saying, okay, let me show you how the sound system works. And some of you might be wondering, what does this have to do with abuse? Ooh. The answer, it doesn't. However, it shows her true character, and if the roles were... Oh, so if this is true, yeah, she's a hoe. Reverse. And but her is a hoe. She's a hoe. Dr. David Kipper, being the mechanic for Dr. Kipper as well, Mr. Kalaki asked, Oh, do you know Dr. Kipper? Amber immediately became icy, asking, How the f do you know David Kipper? Mr. Kalaki apologized, but there was extreme tension as her mood changed and she exited the car before storming away, saying, It's none of your business. After Amber and Johnny separated in May of 2016, Mr. Kalaki continued to work on his cars and her Mustang. Amber had instructed him to implement several changes and additions to what the overhaul and show had done. He did as she asked, and in June of 2016, Kevin Murphy called Mr. Kalaki to tell him to continue to bill Johnny for the work done to his vehicles, but to separate the billing for Amber's Mustang. After doing so, and informing Amber, she became extremely angry, telling him about a financial downturn for her caused by Johnny. She threatened and cussed at Mr. Kalaki, at one point telling him, You mother you're screwing me. She told him there was an agreement signed stating Johnny had agreed to pay her bills. After asking to see a copy, which she wouldn't produce, most likely because it didn't exist, she would go on to verbally abuse him using words like, Fucker, and mother she then tried to tell him that she never authorized the repairs to her car. He reminded her of the text and conversations contradicting that. After trying to get him to give her car back without payment, she said, Johnny's not paying my rent. He's not paying my bills. F him and f you. Soon after, Mr. Kalaki stopped responding to her abusive calls and texts when during their last phone conversation, she told him he was a deplorable piece of Wow. Again, Amber's father, David Hurt. Whoa. In an attempt to facilitate the repairs, modifications, and additions to the Mustang, he sent Mr. Kalaki several text messages. At this point, David Hurt was very angry with Mr. Kalaki and Johnny. During a phone call with Mr. Kalaki, David Hurt stated, That f***ing piece of shit is f***ing me too because I'm supposed to get 10% of the money, and without it, I can't produce the movie I was going to make. He's ruining my baby girl's career and blackballing her in Hollywood. He would then threaten to kill Johnny. Oh, so when I get to when I get to him, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. And I'm from Texas, and men from Texas carry 45s. And Johnny's going to beat the fucking end of mine. <laughs> Woo, boy! I tell you, get along, little doggy. Too much information. TMI. Woo, boy. I think I need another round of coffee, baby. Woo, boy. <laughs> Woo, we all crazy.
Let's let, 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 let's, let, let, let's let that play. Him. I'm going to beat the out of him. I'm from Texas, and men from Texas carry 45s, and Johnny is going to meet the f***ing end of mine. When Mr. Kalaki told David Hurd that he sounded like he was drunk and advised him to stop making death threats, David Hurd told him, yeah, maybe I am, and I'm going to shove the whiskey bottle up your ass. I find it interesting that Amber's dad wasn't upset about alleged abuse, but rather the money he felt he and his daughter were getting screwed out of. Perhaps that's because he knew Johnny wasn't violent with his daughter. I know that seems like a bold statement, but hear me out. There's been a number of recent submissions of evidence to the courts in this case. These include text messages between Amber's father, David, her mother, Paige, and Johnny. Let's begin with Johnny's conversation with Amber's father, David. On the morning of May 21st, 2016, David sent Johnny a text. Later that night, Amber and her friends would, in my honest and educated opinion, try to frame Johnny for abuse he didn't commit. At this point, the couple hadn't seen each other for a month following Amber's birthday party on April 21st, when Johnny claims Amber punched him in the face and then pooped on his side of the bed after he escaped her. Amber claimed that Johnny assaulted her after the birthday party, but that didn't stop her parents from continuing to reach out to Johnny. The next text we have from David to Johnny is on May 27, 2016, the same day Amber showed up outside the L.A. court after seeking a restraining order with a spot on her face, which was meant to be an injury from Johnny throwing a phone at her face, and uh, y'all know the story. David told Johnny he was in a hospital bed, but could talk if Johnny wanted to call. This potential phone call would seemingly be referenced later by David. The next text is from Johnny to David. It is lengthy, and at any point if you want to pause this to read them, be my guest. I'll be highlighting parts to reference key moments along the way. Johnny is obviously upset about the false claims of domestic violence, saying that Amber is perjuring herself, calling her claims sick, stating he has never been charged nor arrested for domestic violence, but she has twice. Now, I don't know of the second time, but I do know she was arrested in 2009 for physically abusing her then-wife, Taja Van Ray, at a Seattle airport. Amber would go on to call the arresting officer, who witnessed the assault, homophobic even though the officer is lesbian and an ally for LGBTQ rights. Johnny would then say the world will receive the truth and that Australia could reopen their case against her to investigate. Now, I don't know if this is referring to when Amber smuggled her dogs illegally into the country or perhaps it stems from when she severely injured Johnny's finger in a fit of rage in March of 2015. He closes with, I hope she's happy now. It's worth mentioning that her father doesn't dispute anything Johnny says. He simply tells him that the lawyers told her she had to or she would have no place to live in 30 days, admitting this was all made up so she wouldn't lose the penthouse. Johnny calls this absolute bull****, telling her father Amber's lawyer asked for two weeks and he said she could stay as long as she liked. He told him his wedding ring is coming off now and it's just too much before telling David to feel better. Her father then sends a lengthy text to Johnny. He again repeated that the lawyers were telling Amber to say she was abused so she could keep the penthouse, and that he wishes he could be there to step in. He quickly becomes very worried that Johnny had mentioned to Amber that they had talked because Amber was very angry with her father, telling him he couldn't tell her anything and to f*** off. He then expresses his desire for Johnny and Amber to talk it out, that he knows how angry Johnny is over this, and telling him that he has every right to be Ending it wow! Quick question. What father tells the man who is being accused of abusing his baby girl that he has every right to be angry and that he wants them to somehow work it out? Probably the same guy who doesn't want the money well to dry up and within the next couple of months would be threatening to kill Johnny over money, not alleged abuse. Johnny would respond by telling him that he loved him too and he never said a thing to Amber about them talking, that he doesn't throw people under the bus and she can have her life now. 
David tells Johnny she probably grabbed his phone while he wasn't looking and saw that Johnny and her dad had been talking. So does that mean Johnny's telling the truth yet again that he went over to the penthouse simply to gather some of his personal belongings on May 21st and perhaps while upstairs getting his things, Amber went through his phone? Certainly seems like a strong possibility, doesn't it? David then tries to convince Johnny there must be a way around the restraining order to try and get over it, saying he knows it's a lot to get over. Again, what father encourages the man being accused of abusing his daughter to try and figure out a way around a restraining order to talk it out and try and get over it? These feel like reasonable and fair questions. But let's move on to Johnny's conversation with Amber's mother, Paige. Late morning on May 21st, 2016, Paige sent Johnny a text telling him if he wasn't taking her call because of something someone said, that it couldn't be further from the truth. She tells him they are 100% solid, always have been, always will be. She goes on to tell him she'd hate to think that she's been a pawn in this game and that she simply doesn't play that game. Like Amber's father, she says that she loves him, always has, and probably always will, and to please call her. Johnny would respond on the morning of May 27, 2016, the day Amber would later emerge from the L.A. courthouse with a temporary restraining order. He tells her he is sorry he missed her call and that he hopes she and David are perfection and that he loves and misses them both. She responds with a short and simple text, but it is very eyebrow-raising. She tells Johnny, the man accused of abusing her daughter, that she loves and misses him and that she'd do anything for a do-over for the last year. For anyone keeping up, that's essentially the span of time encompassing Johnny and Amber's marriage and when most of the assaults she committed against him occurred. He tells her, Me too, darling, referring to the do-over. He expresses his pain and love for Amber and explains to her mother that they're divorcing because of her violently assaulting him a month earlier after he was late for her birthday party. He tells Paige that he left when Amber got violent, and that is what he always did when she decided to get violent. He describes what happened on the night of May 21st, how he didn't throw a phone at her, and how Raquel came to the rescue as if he was some kind of a psycho the day after his mom passed away. He calls Amber the love of his life, but she can no longer exist in him and has gone too far of perjuring herself. He says this is what he must deal with, and she is apparently back with her ex Taja. He questions what has ever been true or a lie, that he misses her and stupidly still loves her, and just couldn't make her smile anymore, which is all he ever wanted. He then tells Paige he loves her and misses her. Paige then says Amber is not back with Tasha and never has been, telling him Amber loves him and wants to talk to him, adding that the lawyers have taken over, so like her father, starting to blame the lawyers for all of this. She then tells him we haven't text and follows up by repeating Amber has not been with Taja Trash and David would love for Johnny to call him ASAP or call when he can. She again goes after the lawyers saying that they are going to f*** this love up entirely, that Amber still loves Johnny deeply, that she heard about six hours from midnight until six. She then tells him that she loves him perfectly. Quick sidestep, if you watched this video I made a few months ago, I used all sorts of evidence to outline the week of May 21st through the 27th and how I think it went for Amber. These texts from her parents to Johnny really reinforce a lot of my thoughts in that video that up until the wee hours of May 25th, Amber was having a good time, sneaking James Franco into the penthouse, hanging with friends, going to parties, and sending Johnny texts to try and win him back. But when Johnny also filed later on May 25th confirming for the love of money, gotta get that money, baby. That 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 money now. Parents know he got that money. For the love of money, yeah. Sneaking in James Franco, but she's barred to me too. But I thought James Franco was a sexual assaulter.
Wow. She's a hoe. Oh, she's a hoe. Oh, she's a hoe. That the divorce was happening and Amber's demeanor changed because she knew he was done being abused and she wasn't getting him back, she went forward with her sloppily thrown together abuse hoax. From this point, she angrily told her parents to stop talking to Johnny, even though she and they had been trying to win him back this whole time. I'm sure her parents telling the man being accused of abusing their daughter, the man Amber claims in her sworn declaration. <laughs> it's the big money. <laughs> he said, he said, you better get that money back. <laughs> he said, bitch, you better get that money back. <laughs> we love him. That man's made of money. Money coming to me now. That they loved him, and the last time they talked to her, she loved him. And that bitch, you better suck that damn dick. You better put some spill on that motherfucking boss. Better let him about the bomb of that motherfucker. <laughs> you had to get him back. He's worth hundreds of million dollars. You better let him bite the bottom of that motherfucker. <laughs> Wanted to talk to him, and if they could work it out, it wouldn't help her claims much going forward. Wow, she said, fuck off, Dad. Agent Johnny. She tells him to please delete the conversation. She never wanted to hurt them. She only wanted to help, and she messes that up a lot. Following with, I'm always here for you, and I'll just adopt you. He responds telling her a restraining order and a doctored photo are not love, and that he is shocked and disappointed, and he is not allowed to call, see, or text Amber, and that is so sad. I really want to point this out now because it's something that happened with her father speaking to Johnny and is now happening with Paige speaking to Johnny and continues for the remainder of their conversation. Neither her father nor her mother are disputing anything Johnny is saying about he wasn't abusive or that Amber is abusive towards him. Paige then again blames the lawyers for making up the story about abuse, that Amber didn't want this. It was... Uh, look, mom, mom Paige, mother Paige... Y'all knew y'all daughter had a violent temper. Y'all knew y'all daughter was a hoe. But this hoe managed to luck up and get someone like Johnny Depp, who's made of money and the top actor of all time. And she fucked it up. Now, she's an actress, but she's not like Johnny Depp status. I mean, let's just be honest. If it wasn't for Johnny Depp, hell, you wouldn't, she wouldn't be in the position she was in now. And then she moves on to Elon Musk. Um, now, Elon Musk is a genius when it comes to inventions, but he's an idiot when it comes to relationships. He should have stayed with his first wife. Not her idea, saying it was the fault of the lawyers on both sides repeating what David had said about getting kicked out of the penthouses. Just like Jeffrey Bezos should have stayed with McKenzie. He would have been all right, fine, and daddy. He'll run around, mess around with Lauren Sanchez, that hoe. And her brother. Now the brother gonna sue Jeff Bezos for defamation. You know you did. You pay, you got paid two hundred thousand dollars by the National Crime. You son of a bitch. Hell, if I was Jeff Bezos, I hey, I'm just gonna say it. I got billions of dollars. Somebody gonna come up missing up in this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She didn't say it. Johnny really. corrects her and says a restraining order does not suggest it's both sides and that Amber has plunged the most jagged dagger into his heart. That he has lost the love of his life. 
He tried so hard and it hurts so bad. She again tries to tell him Amber did not want to do this and it's all the lawyer's fault. There's always a lawyer's fault. To save after the press were killing her for filing two days after his mother died. She tells him Amber believed Johnny's camp, not Johnny himself, would kick her out. And that's one of the reasons Amber was wanting to talk to him again, ending with I love you. He explains that love that money legally text, speak or see one another, nor can he be within 100 yards of the penthouse. So there's no way to work it out. He says he's stunned and her friends are leading her down an ugly path she may never recover from. He asked that he loved her so much and she is trying to kill him before mm. Page wow. David that he is taking off his wedding ring. Page then tries to convince him to go around the restraining. Order. You know, uh, hey, them parents are trying to win that money back. She, hey, them parents trying to win that money back. That's what it is. They try to win that money back. They say, give me that money, 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 give me money. Order that her daughter just got by using other people's phones to talk. She then tells him Amber was so hysterical about her love for Johnny that she is considering suicide, even admitting that that sounds melodramatic. Again, she asked him to destroy the text between them like she was doing. And like so many times before, says Amber did not want to do uh, this. Miss Page, you must understand about telecommunication companies. Even though you delete the um, text, that doesn't matter. The phone, if if the court order can get phone company, they can retrieve those S messages. Once you send that text, that's out there. You can delete it all you want, but it's still in the system. The NSA uses this all the time to convict people. So, stop with a gun and a sword. Johnny, understandably frustrated with repeatedly being told Amber didn't want to do this and was being made to do this, stands up for himself by saying, if she didn't want to file a restraining order and send a message to the world that he was some kind of a violent wife beater, then why go to the courthouse with a photo of her that looks like she's been abused? This is my life too, he says. What are my children and my children's friends supposed to think? I do not deserve this. They do not deserve this, especially not from her. Paige sticks to the story about the lawyers making Amber do this, that she didn't do it willingly, and that's why... Well, uh, yes and no. Yes, some of the lawyer may have some little influence on that, but it's mostly Emma Heard's idea. She wanted to talk to Johnny, you know, the, the man that she lived in such fear of, that she believed it was the only way that she wouldn't get kicked out of the penthouse. Notice again in this text that she fears Amber will find out that she and Johnny have spoken that we didn't talk and please never bring this up. Her panic about facing Amber's rage must have really been sinking in at this point because in the same minute she sends a series of short texts still seeking reassurance that Johnny will not tell Amber that she's texting him and saying these things. Paige being no stranger to taking orders from her daughter. <laughs> She begins with, please don't pass this on if you ever talk to Amber again. I love you, son. She said you had no idea what the lawyers were doing. Money, 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 make you do some things funny. Money, 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 make you do some things funny. Obviously, he didn't beat her. She beat his ass. Even though the parents want his ass right back. Please, please don't use what I told you from my heart against me. Please, please promise me it would end my relationship with my daughter. I'm so sorry. He tells her he would never do that. And in his defense, he didn't. He had these texts over three years ago and didn't use them against Amber or her family, knowing it would have painted a much different picture and a more accurate one 
while he was getting destroyed in the public and the media. But now Amber has requested he submit any and all communications, so here they are. He follows up by saying he told her she could stay there, but now he can legally have no contact with her. He ends by saying, my heart is broken, that she has revealed herself and her true feelings, sad, telling Paige, I love you. She ends with, I love you too. Can I be your adopted mom? Good luck, and I can't wait to see the film. <laughs> can I be your adopted mom? <laughs> Bo, like, can I, can I move in? You know, I think Paige heard may want to be Johnny woman. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying her and her husband don't have bad terms or whatever, but I think because cause Paige, she's, she ain't no ugly woman. She's good looking woman, still a good looking woman. I think, yeah. Mm. Obviously, the parents look at him as a good guy. Obviously. Um, Oh, we, we're gonna. But thank you, thank you. Uh, who, who's this guy? So we close this out. I have a few questions. Why were Amber's parents so worried that Amber would find out that they were telling Johnny these things, telling Johnny that Amber wanted to talk to him, that she wanted to work it out, or that this was all made up by her lawyers? This whole story was made up by her lawyers to keep the penthouses. Why even reach out and speak to this man? This same man who your daughter testified to being afraid of, that he would return and torment or abuse her at any time. Why say these things to him? When Amber testified in her 2016 declaration that her mother was the first person she confided in about the alleged abuse she suffered. So at the very beginning, I would only tell my mom, um, who somebody who understands this sort of situation. So and your mom, and you told I, her that you've been physically abused by Johnny Depp? So from the very beginning to this incident, May 21, you had confided in your mom. Yeah, I think I probably hit the first um, few incidences, but very, very soon into it, I started to tell Why, as her parents, were you not at all concerned for her safety? Why were you trying to tell her alleged abuser to... Why didn't daddy bring out the Colt 45 on his ass? sneak around to try and find a way around the restraining order your daughter had just received. Why not once during your conversations with him did you not question or dispute when he proclaimed his innocence about how he was never abusive or violent with your daughter or when he confided in you about how abusive and violent she is with him? Not only did you not question it, you comforted him, told him you understood how angry he was, told him he had every right to be, you apologized, you understood. Why? Why tell him repeatedly that you love him and miss him, calling him son and asking to adopt him? Then when it was confirmed that he wasn't coming back to your daughter, that all of your efforts were not going to bring him back and you weren't getting any more of his money, you threatened to kill him for it. None of it adds up to anything but a hoax. All right. Thanks so much for watching, everyone. This was several months worth of info to get through and try to condense. If you want to see this stuff as it breaks in real time, you can. Also okay, it's called that brain, that Brian fella. So that thank you, the that Brian fella, for your uh, investigative reporting and your analysis. We need more journalists like you, unlike the fake news of CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, and other uh, affiliates who like to bring out trash.
always follow me on Twitter at that Brian Vella. I try to stay on top of things as much as I can. I'm a little more opinionated on there, but it's only because I've educated myself a great deal on this. For those wondering when my next video will be, it depends on how much longer it will take me to become a bit more proficient at the new software programs I'm learning, but hopefully not long. The series of videos I'm working on will have better visuals than the usual illustrations you're used to getting from me and will definitely be getting back to that and evidence breakdowns at their core. Here's a little preview. I know it's not much, wow. but you also might have caught a minor use of it. She kicked in the dough. But I don't want to give it all away. Right wow. Now, so. We need to, actually, we might want to extend this a little bit, but we, we kind of short on time now. All right, people, what are your thoughts? Um, seriously, there's the evidence. The evidence is there. And it was obvious that it was, listen carefully, it was Amber Heard who was the aggressive. And it was Amber Heard's parents who wanted to, for Johnny to get back with her. One, the money. Number two, obviously this guy's not much of, not this bad guy as Amber claims that he is. Otherwise, the father would have killed this behind with a Colt 45. Like he said, he's from Texas. And so, I think Johnny, okay, Johnny is, is, is a little wacky, but I don't think he's that kind of guy to go around beating up on women. I just don't see him being that kind of guy and it was and now it's proven that he was not that type of guy he even tried to reason with the, with this lady he tried to rationalize with her even though she was abusing him even though she was cheating on him even though she was bringing friends around rent free etc he tolerated it because he loved amber and i hate when guys have to go through all that that they're, they're willing to pretty much just open up their hearts and their wallets to women that do not deserve their love and their affection. And Emma Heard is one of those women that do not deserve the love and affection of Johnny Depp. I think any woman would be more than happy to be with Johnny Depp, especially if a man like him is willing to do anything above and beyond to make sure that she's happy. And it's sad that we have men who are very open-hearted and when they love, they love a woman. And they'll do pretty much anything to make sure that she is happy, that she is well-kept. Um, but then these type of women end up going to the abusers and then they'll do anything above for a damn abuser, but not for a man who's taking care of her. She treats him like shit. And the parents see that. And he's walking money. He's the money he's finna walk away. And the parents see, okay, this guy is actually a good guy with money. We want to keep him around as a son-in-law. And if I was parents, I wouldn't blame. I have my daughter said, bitch, you, you heard me. I'll be like, bitch, you better do anything and everything what he says. Now, if he ain't abusing you, he ain't telling you do nothing crazy. Okay, you. if he says he wants his dick sucked three times a day, I'll tell my daughter, bitch, you better suck his dick three times a day. God damn it, we're going to keep that money in their family. He's walking money. <laughs> I need my house built. I need a new car. <laughs> damn it. I ain't selling you off. You're a grown-ass woman. I ain't like them R. R Kelly parents. No. Shit. Your ass better do what he say. Hell, he take care of you. You don't got to want for nothing. You happy? What you mad for? Better, he ain't hitting on you. He ain't abusing you. No damn Tyrone either. Hmm. 
But what are y'all thoughts? This is Jack Newtown. Email me at jackradioshow number one at gmail.com. Got questions, comments, complaints. Uh, cash up, CS dollar sign, CSN46. PayPal.me slash tired during 211. Streamlabs.com slash highborn.